welcome back to What the Fuck's Supposed. This is episode 385. I am Jason Lacey, joined by the wonderful Mr. Lucas Rose. Hello, hello. Hello, sir. Welcome back to Podcast Land. Happy to have you here. Happy to have you listeners here as well. It's great. Another trip around, another two days. I don't know. It's been two weeks. Gosh, math is hard and soliloquies are, are hard, but I'm happy to have you guys here. Maybe you're checking in for the first time. Maybe you're a longtime listener. We would love for you to keep doing both of those things. And you can come join us on Discord, fluxtobos.com slash Discord. Are, you know what that means. Are you saying, are you saying, stay a while and listen? Yeah, unfortunately, just like Darlow tweets, they're always saying, stay a while and listen. That link I dropped gets you an invite into the Discord server where you can talk a bunch of bullshit with us. Not me so much. I'm busy all the time now. I have no fun. And hey, we moved to Anchor. Old news, but still news. Our feed is now on Anchor. Uh, I, the old feed still works. I don't know how much longer. I don't know. It's still active. Oh. I mean, I don't know what happens. It's weird. It's, you know, like ripping off the bandaid of your past. It's it's a weird time, you know? Like, it was weird when we shut down WordPress. You know, we were a WordPress site for many, many years. Oh, God. I, I used to have our, right. I used to run our own server. It was terrifying times when we had that. Remember, remember the, like, the, the theme had, like, that memory leak. So every, like, five days, the site would crash. We'd oh, have to, God, like, reboot yes. the server to fix it. And the amount of time I spent trying to make it look like, okay, what's the code to make the background parallax or whatever? Well, it doesn't help. Because I want the website to look like this, and then I will settle for nothing but it looking like this. You have no choice. (laughs) It has to look like this. Hey, even if you shoot for the moon and miss, sometimes you hit the stars, you know? Yeah. Now, we have a website. I mean, it, I. I don't, I don't know what purpose it serves anymore. It's there. What, it's there. It's there. Hey, I mean, like, I feel like 50% of the websites that are on the internet is kind of like, I don't know what purpose that serves, yeah. but it's there. I mean, I feel like it always just adds some legitimacy, you know? So it's like, that's why it's there. It's like the business card of our age. That's right. Yeah. You know, you're not a little bit a legitimate businessman in the 80s if you don't have <laughs> a business, business card. I'm here for business. Embossed print. Full color. Yeah. Double sided. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get my business flip phone. And rollerblades. Yeah. Like do Ooh, yes. uh, here, everyone. Let's do this together. Pull up your Googles okay. and Google search. Pulled. Oh, no. A notifications on on my phone. I'm a bad podcaster. Do uh, I'm a- type just type. I'm late for business. Let's see what that gives it. And then go to. Yep. And then go to images. Yeah, I see him. Oh, and there's boy. A couple. oh man, look at that guy. But that's the top. That top one's the best. The, I'm late for business. And he's got the briefcase and the rollerblades. Oh, yeah. That's a sick crossover right there. I mean, he is like really I mean, he's he could he could potentially be a speed skater. You're right. Look at that hair, right. that chiseled jawline. I mean, whew. He's it in the 90s, dude. And I do like the other, if you click Early on one 90s? of them, it gives you all sure. the suggested pictures. And I, I do like the classic ha ha business. The guy laughing, talking mm-hmm. to his phone. He kind of looks like Mark Ribier a little bit, if, but not, but not really. I guess it's because the hair and the glasses, really. But maybe his cousin, maybe <laughs> on his mom, on his dad's. I don't know. I if don't I know. click on one of them, it takes me to Business Etiquette One Hundred and One, which just I looks mean, like a website for how to be a douchebag. Um, that's that's how I that's how I got my promotion. I, I enrolled in their twenty six week course. Oh, nice. Well, that explains the douchebag part. Secrets oh, out. 
Oh, secrets out. <laughs> Sick burn. So. Should I date a coworker? That's the answer. Uh, the tough question. If you're Should I date a coworker? That question, the answer is probably no. Yeah, probably. Now, sexual harassment. Only if you can get away with harassment. it. Harassment. I'm kidding. Jeez. Harassment. Kamala harassment. harassment. Ford. Oh, God. We went for the name puns, didn't we? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and that's Jesus. what you get on the show. We're happy to have you here. This is our podcast where Lucas and I talk biweekly about stupid shit. Sometimes games, sometimes life, sometimes stuff. We do all the things. Always stupid. We always like to start off with some stuff from our lives. We call it IRL. Usually, you should always say it, it makes you feel better about your lives because we're going to talk about our own. Maybe that's still yeah, true. Yeah, and then I used, I used I to know. do this. Yes, like Lucas and I, really, we don't have a lot of wins in our personal life, it feels like. A lot of struggles. It's true. I'm Not a lot battles. of perseverance, you know? We're just trying. We're trying to get there, though. We're trying, we're, man. We're like the middle chapters of the little engine that could, and it just, they keep adding chapters. So <laughs> we're always just trying so hard. Hey, my turn for my phone to go off this time. Damn it, Danette. Funny, you know when the red light's on. You know I'm podcasting right now. Don't text me. Gosh. I don't want something I care about. I don't want to have a text fight right now. Oh. Ooh. Damn it, Bobby. Oh. Oh. Beer break. Beer break. Hairspray opening today was canceled. It's still on for the rest of the week right now. Why was it canceled today then? It's uh, I got a, a pack like a tickets Broadway and Grand Rapids ticket package a long time <laughs> I, ago. I was, hope, I was hoping there was. I'm like, Context. care of hairspray was. was yeah. so Should I know what this means? Uh, they canceled the show tonight apparently. So hopefully it's. Cast got Rona. Probably, dude. Everybody getting Rona in Michigan apparently. Yeah, that's the what unfortunate truth. Uh, Lucas, we're pro- we're rapidly approaching the finish line of a major project at work that's been like three years in the making. I've always had the uh, the vision that we'd eventually move to this, and you know now we have the financial security where we can do it. Um, we have a thin client set up, so for those not completely familiar and, I, and i'm not you know the well i i pretend to know it so this might be a, a weird <laughs> way to explain the logic but essentially what we've done is as we've rapidly grown this year and you know run out of space we had to make some makeshift changes so we have these uh two large rows of these high top custom-made desk tables that we had um and they're really nice, actually. They're they turned out really nice. They got a nice wood grain, and you can actually um, you can stand. They're standing level, so you can use them as a stand up workstation. Or we have um, mm-hmm. tall enough chairs where you can sit and work in them as well. We call them the nice. collaboration stations because there's uh, 14 spots in each table, um, one on each end for the leads, which have a triple monitor set up, and then the remaining. Um, Six on each side. I have a dual monitor set up, and they have a thin client. So essentially, it's a small form factor. Actually, I mean, not even small form factor. It's very tiny, minimum spec uh, PC. That's actually I have them mounted to the monitor, so they're on their vase mounted behind the monitors. Oh, which is great. So similar like what you see in hmm. doctors' offices. You know, they're like those little tiny, you know, those smaller PCs that they'll have that they'll come in and work on. And yeah. the the actual all the power is done on the server. So when the user actually they just use that PC and then they're actually using a remote 
uh, workstation that lives on our server. So all the hey, it's all, like all a stream power, box, basically. Yeah, yeah, all the power, all the heavy lifting is done on the server, and then the the client is just. I mean, that small computer is just essentially the client to access it. Which is nice because it gets flexibility. You know, one person can sign in anywhere and access their machine. So then, like when people move desks, we don't have to actually move equipment anymore. That'll all be away with the past. But the only problem is, you know, that's for new users. I still have like you know sixty to seventy legacy users on the old stuff. So Ooh. I have all over time. I have all this old equipment that'll eventually be, you know, phased out and, and erased. But uh you know it's had its kinks you know this is only day two so definitely have some bugs to work out and help the process streamline and now i'm woefully behind yet again because you know i just pushed we had you know six people starting out there we have seven people that started training started this week and probably next week they'll have some of them wanting to get out in there which i don't have enough equipment so then it's the battle of can i get more equipment in and get it set up and then guess what on the 24th Mm. i'll have seven more people starting and probably on the first week of february we'll have seven more starting so it's just like it's Dang, insane dude. we're gonna be like out of space in my suite we're gonna have not enough we're not gonna have any physical places to put people any longer Ooh. we're trying to expand upstairs but i mean we're gonna have to wait for a you know a build out i mean that's not going to be done until maybe august i'm optimistic at this point i mean construction isn't uh isn't moving very fast right now you know, if you utilize the ceiling, you actually double your space as long as you don't mind the blood flowing to your head for yeah, eight absolutely. hours a day. So it's just been crazy. Um, uh, my billing team, just we hired two more people there. I, I just I, I'm at the point now where I need some support. So it'll be nice when I'm not doing like three people's jobs any longer and I can like get some breathing room during my day and actually have some flexibility where I can just like because right now so much of my job, I'm like trying to do everything I need to do. And then I constantly have people mm-hmm. like, Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you? I'm, I'm like the go-to person for too many things. So it's hard to get one thing done when I'm constantly Ooh, having to shift focus and yeah. support other people. And <sighs> so I'm just happy though. I'm happy that the project like this worked, you know, the proof of concept is there it's working and, um, feels good to finally get that up and running. Um, Lucas, I did not know yeah. going to the hockey game on Saturday. We also didn't go, um, Oh, just, you didn't? No, after no. you just didn't feel like I didn't really. After we started talking about it, like the idea of being sandwiched in with a bunch of people in a large arena, just especially that place, yeah, which is just, known for beer cup towers yeah, and dollar just beer didn't nights. Feel and, like this, this was the thing we wanted to do. So, but my mother in law actually still came over, and we got out of the house without my son, and it was the greatest thing ever because <laughs> it hadn't happened. Oh, that's in good. So that's good. long. And what did we do? Yeah, errands. <laughs> Ah uh, yes, the yeah, adult. Yeah, we go. We went to did a return to at Marshalls. Did a return at Old Navy. Did a return someplace else. Went to Home Depot. Went to, went to Target. But then we got dinner too. So it was just, it was just fun though because we just did whatever before we there. There's been all this pomp and circumstance, and it's like oh we got to take advantage of. It. We got to make the most of it. And this time you know like yeah we just did whatever. Went to the coffee shop. You, you know it was just it was just sometimes fun. that's nicer because you just don't feel like there's like this stress to oh, make the most of your time. You're just like you know what? Let's just do whatever, and yeah, you don't have to worry about like where yeah. you're gonna go out to eat or yes. whatever the hell. And we definitely need to have those happen more often because it was like longer overdue. Like we, it's, especially for my wife when she's here. Like last week they had snow days, and it's like when she's here all day with them, and it's just like oh lord. <laughs> you can identify, I'm sure. So yes, yes, I can. Yep. Yeah. And I have my own so. struggles. I'll talk about in a little bit. So, 
Uh, and lastly, as really quick, uh, winter came and we got a lot of snow here finally in Michigan last week, which now it's a point where I get to have anxiety and stress constantly for the rest of the winter of when water will leak into around my my sliding door I, again. I laughed yeah. about that when you said time to worry about the what is the ice dams or basically whatever yeah. when they start. Yeah, because we had the similar around that same time when it leaked through the window. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was well, just looking yeah. at them the other day. Like there's a lot of different issues I could have are, is the, you know, uh, potentially I'm looking at having all the soffits replaced on the house. But I think that when I got that quote done, that was like a twenty three hundred dollar, you know, project. Uh, I don't, you know, not in a hurry to get that done. Like there wasn't there's no point in like putting any more vents on the roof because you'd be better off just replacing the whole roof to that idea as well. Oh God, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I was going to make you get up into the attic before winter and make sure like, you know, the like insulation wasn't covering any of that, those vents and probably just see if I could open them sure. up a little better with a screwdriver since they like got some were partially painted over when we bought this house. Just but Jimmy, I'm open. Some of it, you know, you, you can do it as much as you want. You, you know, you can't do a lot. So I, I did, I, I took the next best steps I could. I, I now own a uh, roof rake. Oh, so okay. So can, extra can, long. Yeah, extra long. Essentially, you can remove snow off the roof. So need be, I'll do that. And I find I haven't picked them up from Lowe's yet, but I've got uh, some of the, the roof, roof melt pucks, too. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, so. I just throw handfuls of driveway salt up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do the that. Best. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I, I don't really do that. I should, <laughs> so, though. Um, but then, you know, most of it's melted, so we're fine now. It's just like, I, I, I hate when I, I let, like, things like that, like, sit in the back of my mind and just weigh on me. And then I'm like, literally, I'm like, oh, time to patrol the patrol the rooms and make sure there's no water damage. I just, ah, it away Does this look me. like water to you? I think there's some moisture. I'm going to go get my moisture meter. Oh, no, the dog is just this? pissed on the floor again. That's what that is. Okay. Ugh. Great. Great. Ooh. Yeah, you don't want that. No. And that's it, man. Here I am. Okay. Look at there me. You are. Here I am, right where I oh, belong. Boy. Oh, God. Kill me. Curtains no, I mean, what? And the lights are bright, and I'm singing my own song. <laughs> what better place could anyone be? I don't know the rest of the words. That was impressive. I'm surprised you got that far. Look at me. I used to love Muppet Steak Manhattan back in the day. Really wanted to show no, Aiden Muppet Christmas Carol, but I, I just think that the the Marley and Marley segment would really creep him out too much. Mm, just like, I mean, all those ghosts in general sometimes yeah. are depicted pretty creepy. He liked, like, um, he did like the Muppet, the Halloween special they had, the Haunted Mansion thing they did. He did like that. Ironically, not scarier than yeah. <laughs> the the, the uh, winter or the Christmas one. I mean, it, it's coming. I mean, it's just waiting in the wings. He has no choice. Eventually, he has to sit down and watch it. Much like you made your son sit down and watch something. I did. I did. And I was going to talk about that in the What You Doing, but I figured, you know what? We all know what Star Wars is. There's no talk about what Star Wars is. It's a about pilgrimage. It's a, it's a pilgrimage. It is. It is. And uh, it was about the sharing of Star Wars. And I've talked about this. I think I've talked about it on the show before about doing it when the right time is. And mm -hmm. I just kind of kept putting it out there. And eventually we were like, all right, we're doing it. We've got winter vacation. And then we had some snow days. Because um, he had watched we it. Watched the second he had watched one. it in the past. And it wasn't, you know, he just doesn't. I remember you, I remember you talking about him watching like A New Hope and just wasn't. 
Yeah, we started it with him. We got to the uh, where R two D two gets hit with the by the Jawas. Oh gosh! Um, so like fifth, like barely twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, and you forget like as I'm watching it with my son, like there's a lot of talking in A New Hope where they're just like yeah. standing around talking, and for a kid, that probably doesn't mean a whole lot. But uh, this time around. He was totally into it, man. He was uh, he was there for it, and he really enjoyed it and wanted to watch the uh, Empire Strikes Back. And so it was really uh, fun to like experience Star Wars through his eyes as somebody who barely knows anything about it. Um, I mean, he's seen some of the Lego stuff. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even know what's waiting for. Well, explaining why we're starting at uh, number four is really a great conversation, you know. Uh, At least you can explain them. We grew up like, why the hell is this? Why is episode four the first movie? That's true. (laughs) That's true. They had the luxury of it not being numbered for a little while. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's the fourth movie. I guess that didn't happen. It wasn't until later down the road because like first it was just it was just Star Wars. It didn't become episode four New Hope until I can't remember. George Lucas came in and decided everything needed to be. Sorry, don't cancel me because I don't know all my Star Wars knowledge. Wow. God, you can't even talk on the subject. I studied Star Wars at Star Wars school. (laughs) that's film school for those uninitiated um but yeah it was it's great and uh he really won now the second uh empire strikes back when we watched that one it was a bit tougher because my daughter was not having it so she was quite loud and uh distracting and and thankfully she calmed down for the you know the the major reveal uh, towards the end of the film of The Empire Strikes Back. But it's easier to, like, that one's momentum picks up really quickly, you know, because you have the battle on Hoth and yeah. uh, Luke out there lost and Han coming and saving him and stuff. So there was a lot to to latch on to for him instead of just, like, why is this kid out in the desert? Why are these – what's a moisture yeah. farm – why is why is his aunt so annoying, Luke? Um, I, I was going to yeah. try to to quote some bad lip reading, but I can't remember something something. Hey, how my father milk. die? <laughs> <laughs> something twin sons and something something blue milk. Uh, what did uh, what did Isaac think of the reveal? I mean, is he old enough to understand that so no. much, or still kind of like, oh, he, that's, his, that's his dad? Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I um, I don't know that he like heard it, you know, like he heard it, but I don't think he absorbed what happened. And so yeah. I talked to him and I during the whole movie, like I would be explaining what happened because he's during these especially he asks what's going to happen before it happens. And so I'm always like, well, if you watch the movie. Uh, if we sit here and we'll watch the movie, we'll find out. Like, that's how movies work. They give you questions and then they answer them usually. Yeah. Um, so he's still in that stage where, especially with these more complex movies to a certain point compared to, you know, something like an animated film. Um, he still has to learn. I don't want to say how, how to watch movie, but in a way, you know what I mean? Like, he needs to I watch the movie. He good. doesn't. He doesn't know that that they will answer those questions. He's just like, oh, I wonder if this. And then he says it out loud. And 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 that's fine. It didn't bother me at all. I just I explained 
what was happening a lot of the time just to make sure he understood what was going on as best as he could. And so like when it came to that part, I said, did you hear what happened? And he was like, no, what? And I was like, you know, he said he's his father and he was like, what? So he kind of got it when I explained it to him um, that that was like a big deal because of, you know, saying that he was dead and all that stuff. So he gets some of it. It's sure. just you got to kind of hammer it home sometimes. But yeah, overall, uh, the only thing I'd say I said to him was maybe we'd watch the third. Well, the uh, let's see, four five, six movie downstairs. Maybe just mm. him and I or something. Or we'll wait until um, we just have some time uh, away from Evelyn. Poor Evelyn. She she was watching the first one to a certain degree. But like once the dinner was gone, she was like, all right, I'm getting up and walking. Around, so. what, what are you going to do when, uh, you know, he loves Phantom Menace more than every other movie? Well, you know. There was a time when I probably would have been like, oh, he better not. But since reading and like comments about how Star Wars is for Star Wars is for the children, um, it it really kind of made me realize that parts of it are and also parts of it are going to be really boring. And yeah, you know, Jar Jar Binks, he might think is hilarious, but there's also a bunch of trade federation talk and and all yeah. that other nonsense that that's in there. So we'll see. We'll see how he does with uh, these three. And then, yeah. And then eventually it's time to we'll go with because I, I framed it around like, well, they've made those first three movies are about Darth Vader. And he's like, oh, really? So <laughs> I guess around that framework, he might be a little more interested in it. You, Plus you know, pod racing. I don't. I, I I could watch that trilogy over and over when it compared to I I not say what you will about the the latest the Disney trilogy, but I'm just I I guess I'm kind of over it at this point too. You know, it's just it is what it is. Like I just wish I wish I wish things had happened worked out differently. Oh, with the the last three movies or whatever, yeah, and how just, they turned out. Yeah. Like I, and oh, spoilers for someone who hasn't seen the last Jedi. Uh, I was on Reddit and it was like a, a good twist. Of what, how much better? But I don't know how much better. But how, if it could have saved the movie a little bit, I think if they would have done it this way, is had Ray falls to the dark side, she becomes the the villain, and then Ben Solo is redeemed. By he has to like kill her and he redeems himself in the process and like yeah a, a, a swap of sorts shall yeah. we say or just any like i mean there's really a very there's no real journey here at all there's no ups and downs like it's just plays out and i feel like it was always lacking sort of a i i um i feel like Kylo, it's tough Kylo i feel like Ren it's so is, tough has like, always been better to me as far as his journey goes anyway yeah, i liked kylo ren but i feel like the problem is like i feel like jj abrams came in and it felt like he had to like write all these wrongs that ryan johnson had created he's like yeah let's face it like, like that movie first uh the last 
no wait, did I say those wrong? The Last Jedi is the, is the second film. The, the final film was Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I did. So Last Jedi was like very divisive. You know, there's people that just hate yeah. the the, the, cha- the the changes he made and the places he went with things. And um, I feel like that you know Abrams had to come in and had to like course correct. Like, and that's it just felt, I don't know. Felt too safe and like the whole. I don't. Know, just, I, we could we could talk about that. This isn't the time for us to talking about that. You know, <laughs> but since you since you brought it up here, I, I feel like this is an appropriate time. Just lead with it. We finished. So we finished Mandalorian season two. Um, okay. My wife really really liked it. Liked the whole thing, and I got her mm-hmm. to actually watch. Um, well, it's funny. I haven't watched it since then. So it was funny. You know, a little bit. You know, over a year since that release that came out during like during my holiday break last year and haven't you know i've only watched that episode that season finale that one time and going back to that still is like a, a hair-raising like experience to watch that again especially that last episode it's just like the culmination of so many great things they did with bringing bringing in other characters the fact that we've got to see so many characters to jump from the animated series to live action mm-hmm. with ahsoka and bo-katan and those whole arcs and, and now we're going to have you know um you know an ahsoka series and we're going to have um oh gosh what's her name from sabine coming in from rebels uh, yeah. as well and i'm assuming that at some point you know ezra and and thrall are going to show up in, in live action as well and i'm interested in how that ties into the greater star wars story it's also interesting how you know for tatooine to be this backwater planet that nobody goes to we've got so much of tatooine and all this star wars media <laughs> <laughs> anyway but like just that that whole like like that Luke Skywalker stuff still that's that was so fucking cool. It's still so fucking cool to watch in the and that and it, it it it's amazing like how easily like it transports me back to being like twelve and I, I remember spending just when I was home from school or on break and just watching. Well, what am I gonna do? I guess I'm gonna watch Star Wars and I would just watch those movies yeah. over and over and just like Luke Skywalker was the baddest badass. You know, you wanted to be <laughs> Luke Skywalker, you know, and it just like well, even Luke Skywalker that. kind of, you know, walked a little bit of almost that not quite Jedi, not Sith, but in between. Like he wasn't classically trained. And yeah. so you, you if you even if you say, well, a lot of the original a lot of the new trilogy copies what was in the original trilogy it still was done better i feel like in the original trilogy so it was not even a great it was like a carbon copy where you lose a little detail or a photocopy i just love what they've done in these in in mandalorian and and it's built on other themes and things that were in the original trilogy and and just made it, it it strengthens those stories you know like just how like rogue one directly ties into new hope and that strengthens that whole I mean, let's face it, the, the, and, and this is what we do now. We have badass hallway scenes. You know, they got the Rogue One <laughs> scene with Vader. Yes. We got this one with Scott, with Luke. Um, you know, just, man, so awesome. And I can't wait for more Mandalorian. I can't wait for the Ahsoka stuff and any of those live action series. And then, you know, and it's also just so disappointing about what happened with Gina Carano and that whole, the bullshit that came with it, with yeah. the social media and the cancel culture. Like, I'm not trying to, to, downplay what she said because she said some some messy stuff too but like her character was so cool and i really liked her in that role and then we're gonna we're gonna have a series about that and now we're not and it's just it sucks because i don't know how you 
from a story standpoint, shift from that because she became such a key member of Mando's band, you know, and I don't know how mm-hmm. that's how that carries out. And so we immediately went from that. And then I watched the the making of that they have of just that episode and just to go through and the behind the scenes and how they did everything. And it was just, you know, to, to relive more of that. It's like, yes, yes. And I've, um, I've got her. She's watching a Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett with me now as well, Ooh, which yes. has been really, it's been so cool. Like all that, like extra experience of, of the sand people, you know, of uh, to see their culture and their tribe, like, you know, it very much mirrors Native American culture. And it's just really cool to like build on that their societies because we know all we ever see is all we know about sand people is they 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 travel in a single file line to hide their numbers. And uh, those what was it that was it that Ben always says those blaster markings are those are t- too inaccurate for Tuscan Raiders. These no, oh, this yeah. is the work of Imperial stormtroopers, which can't hit the broadside of a barn also apparently, but it's true. It's so true. A lot of Star Wars, a lot of Star Wars in the, in both of our households right now. And like my nice. son's, I am, I'm really, really interested. I'm not, that sounds what I want to say. I'm very surprised at how much of children's media spoils that. Like Aiden has this book and it's like this short story narrative of all nine movies. It does the oh, whole, wow. but then it says right there about Darth Vader being his dad. I'm like, man, I'm surprised they just put that out there. That's like the experience I wanted to have is like that, to show him that at an age where he could have an appropriate reaction to it. I don't mm-hmm. know if he that long, he really likes Star Wars, but the more and more, I, we'll see, but the more and more I like think about it, like, yeah, showing him Star Wars and I hope he he likes that. And I mean, he has toys and stuff right now, so I'm sure he will. And because I want to have shared interest with my son, I don't want to force him in a direction any, by any means, but I, I hope you, I honestly hope he likes Indiana Jones. That's what I'm like super yeah. excited to show him. And obviously that's like, I think we talked about that. That's like, well, got to wait till like you're 12. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Got like seven years to go. When a but, guy gets punched into an airplane propeller or whatever, you know, the melting face explosion. Yeah. Oh yeah. That too. I mean, that gave me nightmares as a kid for sure. So I can't, I don't want to scar yeah. my child. So um, sorry. I just went on the star Wars tangent during your, your time to shine hey. here. We always we always encourage Star Wars. It feels tangents. good to be passionate about Star Wars again, though. I mean, it really does. It's been a while. It does. I mean, yeah, well, and it can always pull you in. I feel like it's always been about. I I mean, yeah, it you know you can pick different heroes and stuff, and for this to be about, but it's always been about the setting, the galaxy far, far away. You know, I'll take any story in the Star Wars setting. It doesn't really matter what it is or who it is. It's just. It's just a great sci-fi universe. It's got ni- a nice backbone to build off from, and um, that's it. We're starting our Star Wars. That. We're starting the clan back up. <laughs> oh God! It's time to uh, do some flashpoints, baby. Star Wars galaxies, you mean, right? I mean, those servers are still going too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Nothing can ever die. What is dead Nothing can never can die. Ever... Yeah, that too. That too. Um, well, speaking about my my daughter who uh, did not want to watch Star Wars that much, uh, she so we decided right before the winter break ended, mostly because it was a safety concern that we would get rid of the crib. She'd been sleep, sleeping in a crib, and by that point, our son had already. Um, transferred over to a bed. And so we just figured it was time because she could hook her leg over the top of the the um, 
crib and it just it was going to get worrisome because she mm-hmm. she would be the kid to do to climb over that. And so, you know, while we figured out kind of what we were going to do, we decided, well, we'll just put the crib mattress on the floor and then she can just sleep on that until, you know, we get bunk beds or whatever the case might be. Um, and it's been a real challenge for us because she has this newfound freedom and like, Hey, Oh, I don't have to just lay in my bed. I can go do walk around or get in Isaac's bed and, and mess with him. And so it's been a pretty rough, oof, I don't know, maybe week and a half now. Uh, we've, hardly napped most days she doesn't nap she did today but we've gone from like sleeping for two to three hours to just not having a nap at all and that's not a very good progression so we're we're trying to figure that out and now i didn't realize this but part of the puzzle a piece of the puzzle was one of her passies and yeah she still uses a passy and that's another thing we need to work on but one of her pacifiers had a hole in it in the very end like just a pinhole oh, no. and so she couldn't like i didn't realize that she couldn't really like use it like a regular passy mm-hmm. and so um not knowing that that was kind of the big thing that was keeping her from like laying down and and just call it kind of chilling was the fact that she was like oh, i don't like this pacifier so i'm gonna get up and walk around you know it just uh, did not help at all and we had it it was missing for like three or four days before it clicked with us that hey we should probably find this a different one so that because this one's broken so quarantine is the fucking worst it is <laughs> i mean i didn't know i could be so drained and exhausted all mm-hmm. the time i mean yes I'm, I'm i'm coming i'm coming at this in a negative light but i mean yes it's also amazingly rewarding and awesome but i mean it is the hardest thing you will ever do. Yeah, and I know. And you know, fellow parents are listening and nodding their heads right now, and I'm, I'm scaring you, you non-parents out there. But it is, it, it is amazing, just how hard it is. Like you have no idea until you're, you're neck deep in the shit. You know, <laughs> it's well, just like, and it's it's the you don't remember it being any other. I don't. You don't remember. Yeah, and it, you don't remember it being. I don't remember what life was like before this any longer. You know. I know I I'll joke with my wife, my wife every once in a while and be like, remember when we used to just sit down and, and be like, watch anything that we wanted yeah. to on the TV mm-hmm. for like a whole evening. Like we saw, <laughs> we saw mother and, and her son at the coffee shop when we were there. And he was probably like maybe somewhere between eight and 10, probably closer to the 10 age. And they were hanging out. They brought ticket to ride and they were just playing a game. And they kind of like, they were like, Jess and I are both like, that's the stuff we're looking forward to be able to do this yeah, stuff right yeah. now. The little kid stuff. No, thank you. I'm ready to just fast. Yes. Time is precious, but I'm ready to push fast forward a little bit and just some days. Yeah. Some days. Yes, absolutely. No, yes, I, agree, I love I my son. And yes, I would. I am precious for, I am thankful for the precious moments I get, but there's some days where I just wish I could give me, give me that remote from the Adam Sandler movie and just push that fast forward. <laughs> God. Click. Oh yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go to the beyond part of bed, bath and beyond. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, it's the, it's how it's just, it's, uh, it, it wears you down. It grinds you down into, into, I mean, the good news is there's ups and downs. It's just, 
you're teaching from like one to six years old, you're teaching them how to be a human being. And that's whether you want to or not, that's the real thing. It's like, you never get a break. Even when they go to somebody else's house, it's like, you're still, it's like you're on call basically. And you're just waiting to, Oh, my kid's not going to sleep tonight. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go get him, or, you know, whatever it might be. Sure. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's and this is one of those no no fun times but we also i also had the she slept for three hours every day uh during for a nap time i had that for a really long time so nothing nothing good can last forever but i am hoping that we will get her back on track because we decided to go the bunk bed route and so i think hopefully that's supposed to come tomorrow or thursday as of this recording and um okay. i'll put it together we have two mattresses now i went and just got target of all places sold like a twin mattress um just a foam one that uh that was all packed up in a box and everything so i was able to go grab it and uh it's actually not that bad we have it on the floor right now because uh I think part of the problem too was that her bed, that crib mattress is tiny. And so she would roll off of it and onto the floor, which she wouldn't get hurt or anything. But like once you, she wakes up and realizes, Oh, I'm lying on the floor. Then she wants to get up and out of bed. So, um, we have everything, we'll get it together. And then hopefully that will kind of initiate a, a better sleep cycle. And obviously sure. the newness of not having to be in a crib, will have hopefully worn off at some point so um but yeah she just got to learn how to how to sort of it's tough stay it's in the, bed transition <laughs> there yeah and like and we i remember it's kind of crazy because we went through that uh, you know a little over a year ago this time when we were at, we were still at the castle i remember like we i put it in the bed and then it was he would come out and it was a battle to get him to stay in there and it mm-hmm. was just like because we had not only had we we moved but then we transitioned him into his first out of his crib you know, it, it was his bed, the same bed, but, you know, the sides were off and now he had that freedom yeah. and it was just, um, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You just take it day by day. Like It took me day, 45 minutes to get and... him from say, okay, it's time to start getting ready for bed to actually getting him into bed. Being in 45 bed. minutes. Yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I have to lay, I usually end up laying down next to her. And there were some days in that little stretch of time where I laid there for like an hour, just hoping that she would lay down and fall asleep. And it was just like, well, that was not like, my well, life. I guess I'm going to go to sleep now. Yeah, <sighs> earlier tonight when I was laying by, I was like, I could go to bed right now. That's that's the problem with also problem with doing that. But um, yeah. lastly, you talked about the big snow that we got. I just going to report that I so I bought a, a snowblower, a new one, because I sorely needed one. Uh, the one that I had was never really great to begin with, but it also had its own little quirks and problems like it never want the chute never wanted to stay in place. And which is very problematic when you're trying to move the snow into a specific spot away from your driveway. And uh, so I had been getting the electric uh, yard tools from Ryobi, and uh, I figured, why not try their snowblower? So they have an electric snowblower. They have a few different models, but this one's 
18 inches or something. It's not huge, but uh, it does the job. And so I was curious to see how it would perform compared to a gas snowblower. And my my neighbors, most of them have those gigantic ass ones that look like it would be owned by a landscaping company or somebody who would come. <laughs> so uh, I'm you one know, of your neighbors. Plowier. Do you have a really big one? Like yeah. a almost professional model, I would not say. Not quite that big, but I definitely have one. Like compared to most of the snow, I have a bigger snowblower than most of the ones I see in the neighborhoods. Well, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> it was a gift. Well, okay, chill out. I didn't pay for it. Right, oh, that, oh, I wish mine was a gift. Uh, that, no, I mean, I don't really care. It's just those are clearly much larger, clear more snow at once. And probably they definitely handle deeper snow as well. Um, so this one just, yeah, it's pretty much your average size, I would say. And uh, it does well, actually, for being electric. You know, it's not loud as hell. Um, it, I, my biggest issue is that, like, the chute, sometimes the snow will come out of the, the seams and stuff. But I'm sure you probably get that on a lot of different things, just depending on yeah. how it all works and everything but yeah i mean it's nice to be able to set the angle and not have it slowly return back to forward and um it throws it throws a decent distance would you say that it's a ruined angle <laughs> it, it would have been it would have been yes back in the day with the other let's one see, uh, let's look real quick fun listeners i'm referencing to our uh, and our own internet meme so to speak of from that's true my uh my greater circle of gaming friends uh it was a game maybe you've heard of called gunbound which yeah, it's still around it's still around gunbound origins there's a mobile version oh if you go to their website it says a legend is still alive feel <laughs> thrill and shiver with just one shot never experienced thrilling battle experience right now so gunbound if you're not familiar it's oh god that trailer is obnoxiously loud it is a 2D. It's essentially like um, worms, worms, really. Yeah. Or artillery duel. And it's a you yeah. know a 2D multiplayer online artillery duel. So you take turns shooting. You know, you have a you have a tank, so to speak. They're all weird shaped and you shoot at other other ones and try to knock them. Well, you have two options. You can destroy them by doing damage or you can blow a hole in the map and they'll fall through the hole and die so you have power-ups and you have What's you like, know, really? weird like little chibi avatars and all the things and gosh that was the rage gosh when we were playing that back in the land party days even so that was circa i was dating allison at the time so like what probably 2003 2004 for yeah. us yep yep so gosh we're going on almost 20 years ago dude <laughs> holy shit good god <laughs> You want to feel old. Still start, lives. start talking about that, but yeah, man, it was back in back in the enemy territory and uh, IRC days. But we had on IRC, we had a a bot. We had various um, voice audio recordings that one person had made of other people, and there was a guy that got like something happened. He made a shot. He was like, "Oh, ruined angle." <laughs> you know, Super nerdy. Is the things. <sighs> man, that's a callback right there. Hell, it yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. We want to. We the, remember when we were, we were, we started off this podcast and we were doing game nights way back in the day. I remember you know we did Quake Live. We should have done Gunbound. Yeah, oh God. let's get, let's get we real. Made it, we would have made everyone get Gunbound, and then they would never forgive us for that. Well, it's free, so it's not like you have to pay for it. True, but it was also would be on their phone and uh, Russian hackers, Russian hackers, oh. Chinese hackers, Bitcoin mining. Know. 
Korean hackers. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah, I was just going to say it works better than expected and it works for what I need it for. So if, oh, yeah. if anybody's I mean, thinking that- about it's the same case with the the lawnmower, you know, uh, the push lawnmower. It was it was fine. And as far as like new electric product versus old beat up gas product, uh, new would probably win out anyways. But, sure. um, you know, I will say, oh, I did have another problem. The batteries, I had them stored in the in the garage and I had them on the chargers. They would not charge. They, they either lost charge or didn't charge because of how cold it was. So I had to move them inside. And one of the batteries still had a little bit of charge left. I used it, which warmed it up, and then it was able to charge a little bit more. But uh, and, and I they're completely fine. They hold the charge and everything. It's just for some reason, I don't think they were meant to be outside, which is kind of inconvenient. Yeah. But uh, it was annoying when i was trying to snow blow when it was really coming down but uh lesson learned and i guess that would be the only thing that would i would be sure. like that was a problem um but yeah that was everything that's uh two weeks at least you don't have with an extension card that's true i was not gonna go that route with anything i would rather just stick with my old shit and then just make it more complicated for myself yeah amen Shall we? You want to talk some what what you doing, playing, doing, watching, feeling, reading? What are, what are you pooping? doing? Yeah, what go you ahead. Pooping? Oh, what you pooping, Lonnie? Oh, pooping, And you're canceled. I'm just Jack. That was that wasn't me. That was Jack Septic guy. Was on was on your show. Oh yeah. That's the high five noise. It sounds suspiciously like a whip, but it's actually a high five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, okay. I expected you to go because I was just, I just talked Uh, for like 20 minutes. My my, my original starting point was the whole Mando Fett thing. So, yes, we're watching Book of Boba Fett. Really like it so far. Two episodes in. I like, are you watching it? Not yet. I plan on okay. it. It's kind of like, a, is my wife going to watch it with me or Got no? It. Probably Got not. Hold on again. Just like, is my wife going to give me all my Christmas presents or not? Who knows? So what's going to happen here? <laughs> so I, I, I won't, I won't go all. into some of the, the things there, but it's been it's been good. You know, there's some of the concerns. Is it going to be more of Mandalorian? Is it going to be is it going to be different enough? You know, it's, but I, I like it. You know, it's it's it gives more. It breathes more life and you give just more. It's interesting, though, because I'm starting to see like drastic, like you can tell that like this character has been added on to, you know, it it just it just feels so much different than the character we got in in Empire Mm -hmm. Return of the Jedi, which, yes, I know there's like just minutes of screen time there, but they've really taken and added to it and like just seeing how he acts in book of boba fett and it just feels so much different than the the impression that you get of this cold calculated gun for hire from empire and return of the jedi that works for a, you know this huge gangster cartel that is famous for smuggling spice and and killing people and doing terrible things on on tattooing but you know that's beyond the point i just love that uh, tamir morrison is back in the role and it, it, it just breathes some brevity and life into the fact that We've had the character that played Jango Fett, and now he got to reprise the role of his Boba, and that's great. I just noticed you're having a tattooing shirt on, so I mean, 
Look, oh, you got yeah, two star, two pieces of Star Wars merch on. So it was like so perfect to talk all this Star Wars tonight. So That's I don't want to go too you much of Google Effect because I, I want you to be able to watch and enjoy it. But uh, episode three out tomorrow. So looking, it's only seven episodes, which is kind of a weird, weird number. That's a weird number. <laughs> yeah. you know, but looking, looking forward to it. So nice. Uh, let's see. I, I, you know what? I need to get into a good TV show because I've really only been watching movies. And I like the amount of character development that comes with a TV show, especially with something like Star Wars, where they're character driven. You know what I mean? Yeah, we watched um, on Amazon Prime a while back. I don't know, like what kind of you're looking forward to or what you want. We watched a series. Oh, gosh. What the I just would randomly found it on Prime Video. Uh, Tell me your secrets. I think I might have talked about it on here. That was I mean, that was only like I think it was like eight episodes. And it's got so the the guy that played the priest in Midnight Mass is in it. And he just plays like the creepy like (laughs) characters really well. And he has a role in there. And it's it's funny because he's actually um, he plays a. Um, a character, an ex-convict who went, was incarcerated for um, sexual, you know, sexual assault, and now he's like, essentially almost like a PI, but he, he's acting opposite of his partner in the real world. I can't remember her name, and I've seen her in a few, few. Uh, she's she plays the mom actually in Eight Bit Eight uh, Bit Christmas, mm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that was that was a good that was a good. Uh, good watch so but um i don't don't have too much too much new series wise that i'm what that we're watching yeah so but i i think i want something probably more like mando something more sci-fi or fantasy i I bet that's also been the case with my movies um, did you ever watch the expanse i hear a lot of people like that that sci-fi series I yeah I know I thought about that Uh, I started on Apple TV of all things there was uh, a sci-fi series and I can't remember what it was called oh I know I know what you're talking about Isaac Asimov's book Foundation I think I don't have I don't have my subscription to that anymore I was always hoping to watch that one the the one with the dude from Always Sunny in there Uh, the one about the game Mm. studio or whatever I can't oh yeah 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about Josh is yelling Um, at me somewhere. It's like it's this. Uh, I watched. Oh, a f- <laughs> I I watched movies. I watched lots of movies actually. Um, one of which was I did watch the other Batman, the part two. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it it was it was okay, but it ended the way that I thought it was going to, which makes sense given the art on the cover and everything. Turns out it wasn't as much of a mystery as you think it's going to be, but uh, it was all right. Still sh- kind of shitty animation, but uh, so I finished that and then I, I watched a few other things. Uh, these are a little bit more recent, but one of which uh, is called Border. And I picked this up from the library, not knowing anything about it. I knew nothing about it. I just saw it was in the uh, foreign movies section okay. and those tend to be Honestly, they tend to be a little bit better from the library just because they usually only pick the ones that are have like an award or are well known for some reason or another. And it's a Swedish movie. And I knew I thought, okay, maybe it's like 
I when I picked it up, I didn't know it was Swedish, but I thought, okay, maybe this has to, something to do with like the Mex Mexico U.S. border or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so I start watching it, and it's about a woman who is considerably uh ugly i should i just say it uh it's she's oh. done a, i i double checked she's done up this way it's not the actress she has makeup on and everything um so she's she's considerably ugly she looks weird it's obviously supposed to be part of the movie uh but she works as a airport security guard and she can smell people's emotions and oh she uses that to be able to like she'll have another person from the the security there with her and she'll sniff out the people who walk by and be like that person has something going on that person's very scared that person's like she can even smell like if they're i don't know like perverse or like have some oh. dark shit going on um and so like throughout this movie she has this power of like smell She's like Wolverine up in here, just sniffing everything. Um, and so I'm like, okay, is this going to be like a werewolf movie or Wait, something? Did you What's say going on? Wolverine. <laughs> wicked you, wicked you, Wolverine. Uh, don't make me play it. Uh, so I'm just like, what? Okay, what the hell's going on? Now I bring up the I bring up the fact that she's odd looking because she meets somebody else who looks very similar to to her, and she's very obviously attracted almost in an animalistic sort of way to this guy who we find out is a guy, but has the opposite uh, parts down there. If you know what I'm saying, which was confusing because I'm like, is this like an LGBTQ type thing? What's going on? So long story short, before I get myself into hot water, they are trolls. She didn't know what she was, but she always knew she was different because she had like a tail. She has all these weird powers. She's considerably unattractive. Um, this guy says, hey, you're a troll and you were taken from your parents by your the parents you have now. And then... Like, this guy, obviously, I I'm referring to him as a guy because that's how sure. they refer to him in as the movie or in the movie. Uh, this guy clearly has no love for humans. And they spend a lot of time together and they have like this very animalistic relationship with one another. And she's kind of got like a. She's not the br like the brightest bulb in the box, let's say. So she has kind of this dim-witted way about her so she like tends to follow him around a lot she's not dumb it's just i don't know she's very she's just running at it in a different gear let's say sure. um and so long story short she wants to basically she didn't know what she was doing in life she was just kind of fl floating on down the river and she meets this guy and she finds out she's a troll and everything clicks and now she understands why she doesn't fit in because everyone's mm -hmm. mean to her basically for her looks and everything and uh they are going to come together but meanwhile on the other side of things in her job she was asked by the police to help 
break down um, uh, kind of a crime ring when she caught one of these people at the security, the airport, uh, who had an SD card filled with um, child pornography. And oh, so God. it got like super dark on that on that uh, scale as well. And so she was called in to help figure out who was providing it, like who was making it. And so this movie gets super effed up all of a sudden. So, well, it wouldn't be a Lucas movie unless it, you know, didn't take I, that turn. This was random. This was just something I randomly <laughs> picked up. Uh, so it turns out that this guy who has female parts has a baby in the middle of the woods, or at least you think this person has a baby. And really, it's this thing he called a uh, an istas or histas or something like that. I don't remember. It's basically a blank vessel made of like almost like clay. If clay was made out of human skin and organisms uh, that he uses to replace people's children with this like blank that all it can do is sleep and cry steals the children and then sells them to the child pornography people like the real children and so like he gets away with it because for the longest time they don't know they think something's medically wrong with the kid they never realize that it's been swapped out and so by this point i'm like what the fuck am i like seriously i'm sorry but there's no other way i'm like what is this and it's so gross. Like they eat maggots and, and random stuff. Jesus and Christ. It's just so awful. And it, I don't even think it was trying to be gross. Like it's not presented in a oh, look how gross we can be uh, sort of way. It was just weird. Uh, I know Mike. Mike watched it because when I put it into my movie tracker thing, uh, I had seen he rated it. But in the I mean, like they have sex and like she grows a penis in it and it shows. And I'm just like, what am I watching? Like, it's just uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable. I, I, and I don't know how you finish this. I would have been out. <laughs> it's <laughs> been actually, out the, and I wouldn't have, if they were trying to be in my face about it and be like, you know, like how gross can we make this film? The own like the thread of her kind of accepting who she is and doing the right thing by not going with this guy. And she tried to turn him into the police. He was like, meet me here and we can be together and go be trolls together. And uh, she decides to, like, set him up. Basically, she meets him there and then calls in the police. Um, so she like basically learns how to live with the truth of herself. And that actually was like a decent threat of a story. Um, and it was filmed pretty well and everything. And it was acted pretty well. It's just, I don't know. It just like maybe the culture there is a little bit more open and accepting uh, of what, of all of this stuff. And I don't know, like if it was only one of those things, it wouldn't have bugged me as much, but when they look kind of, gross and then they're eating maggots yeah. and worms and stuff and then i have to watch this woman grow well presumably a woman grow a penis it was just it was a lot it was a lot so uh yeah i thought you might like that one of those odd uh journeys into film from 
and it's not even i think it was from like 2018 or something like that so it's not even like yeah 2018 i don't know man it was weird well weird. i don't know how to save this podcast <laughs> i mean it thankfully everything else i was over see here's the, this is the thing i was overdue for a weird or bad movie because i watched a bunch of old like movies i had seen a long time ago but i knew i liked like uh the wrestler uncut gems um and some other stuff that is like four to five stars with me so it was only a matter of time before yeah. i started getting into random nonsense uh but yeah it was messed up it it was weird, but I finished it, and I I am happy to say I have some other movies here, but I'll get to them as, and after you go. But I am happy to say that I'm already at twelve movies watched for this year, whereas I only got to about seventy three I think last year, which was much lower than the other two years that I had been tracking. So yeah. I'm off to a good start, but that's usually what happens, and then you know May hits, and I'm just like oh, I don't want to do anything, let alone watch movies. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. But uh, yeah, Border, don't watch it. <laughs> I think I gave it a three. I think I, I I gave it just a average score just because it wasn't it wasn't it was gross, but it wasn't bad if you know what I mean. Yeah. So tell me something else so I can wash my brain. <laughs> so I you know I hadn't delved into the world of comics in a while and i um you know finally picked it up the old uh hoopla app and then just randomly like let's just find something i had was reading stranger things and it was just like i'm reading a comic version of the show it was like regurgitated material it wasn't really adding uh. to the experience so i like i had dumped that and then i thought about i was going to read one of those new uh star wars comics that we had talked about that delves into the afra whatever whatever that no the earlier Oh, Jedi the stuff, that new Old stuff Republic that they watched. Yeah, Republic but I just didn't feel like that. I didn't feel like trying to find, remember where I was at in the Darth Vader series. So it's just like one of the random things that was uh, recommended for me. Uh, Rorschach, which is a 12-issue limited series released um, by DC. Uh, looks the like it run, ran, published from October of 2020, mm -hmm. and it, it finished in July of this past year. And it kind of serves wow. as a, it takes place uh, 30 years after, you know, the events of the of the film. And then one year after the events in the actual um, the HBO series. So it's in that okay. same in that same world. And, you know, and it's again, it's, you know, DC's attempt to try to, you know, keep doing stuff with Watchmen. You know, they had those that whole before Watchmen series, which I didn't think was that great. I mean, um that is what it is but. i thought it did okay like i thought i heard it done it did well did it just not really do anything what's that the are you talking about the hbo series no i'm talking about that there was the before Watchmen comics that they, they oh, had done, the which comics. Is like okay sorry, sorry. I, I really like the hbo series it was okay it was, it that's was why i was good. i missed it was quite good and i'm hoping part. that there's um some more of that anywho um yeah. so yeah this is uh i it kind of follows the uh, the detective um and the, he's like uh investigating this case of so this plot there was a, a plot to assassinate the democratic um candidate 
who he was actually he's a, a I can't remember if he's a mayor or a governor, um, but he's running against in in this timeline of Watchmen. Robert Redford is the current president, and he's been president for a considerable a considerable time. So this was like the candidate running against him. There was a there was a plot to assassinate this this candidate, and one of the killers was dressed up as Rorschach, and so that oh. kind of like. And Rorschach's obviously dead. He was, uh, you know, incinerated by Dr. Manhattan. But there's like this <laughs> yeah, whole plot line. Like there's these cultists that believe like, you know, like the squids are going to come back at any day now and destroy the world. And they believe like, like Rorschach has been like re reborn in the souls of other people. I don't know. It's very, 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 very much in the vein of Watchmen. And it's, you know, it's building on some of the themes that are there, but I mean, none of the, none of the characters are, you know, hasn't, you know, none of the characters are, are, are there or, or are mentioned. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. they're mentioned, but they're like, they're not present. So in this, you know, this world, you know, Dr. Manhattan's dead. So that's not a, not a threat. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't talk about anything else. But it's just, it's, it's been interesting. I think I'm almost done. I think I've got maybe 100 pages or so to go. And it's been, it's been really, um, I don't know, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. You know, it kind of reminds, brings me back to how much I, I like that, um, that comic, that world as a whole. You know, and I think anyone can say that because I think still, I mean, like Watchmen's like this, you know, this penultimate comic series you now like yeah say what you want about alan moore but i mean he's always been like this huge you know presence in comics Influence. and he's a bit off the yeah. wall too and it's in you know dc they've been trying to i don't want to say cash in but they've been trying to find you know ways to reproduce that with watchmen because it's very much just kind of like a, a one-off at that point but um positive you know positive feelings towards it so far and um I guess it's been interesting. Like, well, I've always liked, you know, like that Watchmen series. I think it's always just because it's been rooted in like the, re- I always feel like it's been rooted in the real world really well, you know, cause they're for the most part, they're not yeah. superhumans, you know, they're more like the vigilantes. I mean, yeah, they have, might have some extra abilities, but I mean like Dr. Manhattan's like the one like actual superhero you know, everyone else has been more just like, batman <laughs> yeah essentially and i just so and, and like the whole alternate reality type spin that it that it's done and i, I don't know why it's mm-hmm. always and why that's always appealed to me and i know we've talked about this uh, several times on this on this podcast over the years too i mean even hell even you know the zack snyder movie i i appreciate so um it's it's been it's been good though i mean i figure out once i once i read it to its conclusion you know maybe that uh Maybe that'll change, but I was trying to figure there was a over right here. Polygon had a uh, let's see, uh, Tom King. So it's uh, Tom King and artist uh, Jorge. I'm going to I'm assuming it's Jorge Forne. Um, and Tom King is actually what are they pulling in that? Uh, might seem a little too on the nose that King is working on a Watchmen follow up, considering the debt he owes to the 1986 series as seen in. Is Omega Man and Mr. America Arles credit? Blah, blah, blah. Just credit. I can't remember. Um, I thought, oh, King is like considered. I guess he's a, considered a disciple of Alan Moore. Like he's oh okay. Worked, you know, worked with them, so studied on or... worked with them, or influenced by him, or whatever. So, um, the this Polygon headline says yes, it's better than both Doomsday Clock and all of Before Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> And that was just that was just a review of issue number one. So 
Oh, dang. Um, I don't remember what Doomsday Clock is. Let's see. Is that just another short? Let's see. I f- yeah, Doomsday it's Clock. A... It's a follow-up to the 86-87 miniseries Watchmen by Lana uh, and it's just Oh, so it was 2017 to 2019. They tried to... It was like a series, like a continuation. I never... I never read any of these. Um, Let's see. I wonder if I... It's called Doomsday Clock, you said? Yeah. I wonder if I... Uh, had have seen it because I read these not too long ago. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks basically the same. Uh, Says the, the story, outside. the series, uh, the story established, and the it can the series concludes the story established in the New Fifty Two and DC Rebirth, and is a direct sequel to the graphic novel Watchmen. Direct sequel. Hmm. All right. Okay. All right. So yeah, there you go. Comic, right on. I mean, it's one of those worlds that you don't really get to. There's not a lot to. You just have to reread the whole thing over and over, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the original. Um, I'll talk about something I've read then. Uh, so my wife, my wife had said to me like, hey, you're reading graphic novels a lot lately. Uh, you should check out this one that schools are trying, and maybe libraries somewhere, I don't know, places are trying to ban called Check, Please. It also happens to be about hockey. And I said, oh, okay, what's it about? And Or, you know, why is it being banned? And it's bar- apparently being banned because there's a gay relationship between a male, two males who are on the hockey team. I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. I don't really care. It's just if I know that going in, that helps. Um, But it's about hockey. So I was like, all right, sure. And that's two very, uh, you don't really see a lot of hockey comics, first of all, but then to have the LGBTQ spin on that as well, I thought, okay, this could be interesting. Um, and so I started reading it and right away I was slightly annoyed by the presentation of it because it is drawn as if the main character is vlogging, which I don't like vlogging. I don't like that. I don't know. It just feels weird and annoying. (laughs) Um, but it's, you know, it's not something that's from my generation. So probably would not annoy somebody who's younger. Uh, but after I kind of got over that, it was basically about this guy who, um, joined the hockey club at this, uh, at the college level. And he plays with the team in his freshman year. And there's some guys like the captain who only have one more year left. And basically the entire book is only about how he likes to bake their relationships as far as like a team goes how they do on the ice and at the very very end the culmination of a of like him and the captain playing on the same line and spending a little bit of time together ends up in the captain uh before they say goodbye for the end of the his senior year he's like hey i have feelings for you or whatever and they kiss 
That is the only part of this entire thing that is even like it's not like he's sitting there vlogging about how much they he wants to bone anybody or anything like that. Like it's not graphic or explicit at all. And I'm just like after I read it, I was like, why is this? Why are people trying to ban this? Like, really? Are we still upset that two dudes kissed on literally one page of a fairly lengthy comic book? Like, I don't get it. It, it didn't bother me at all. I was just like, OK, whatever. What bothered me, actually, was the language <sighs> that was being used. Um, they speak very much like bros that are in their college days and especially on a hockey team. So you, that compounds the fact that they sound, they're like, what's up, Brochevsky? Or, you know, like that type oh, of language, I'm, but they also yeah. swear a lot. And so I was like, oh, maybe that's why it was banned. But no, it's just, you know, backwards thinking people who just don't want people to love each other, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was all right. Interestingly, it was written by uh, a black woman, uh, oh, wow. which I just assumed it was probably bi bi biographical in some way. But no, not at all. So uh, let me see. I want to uh, Ngozi Ukazu is her name. I believe she's. Uh, I believe she's from America, but I don't remember. I'm trying to, uh, American. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, okay. That's not who I expected to have written it at all, but sure. Uh, let's go. And so I read it and <laughs> I'm not sure what the problem is, honestly, but you know, it is what it is. The we still have problems in the world, so I guess it's no really no real surprise that people would take offense to something like that. So, uh, but I am happy to report that it is not really that offensive. So, I'm kind oh, of interested in checking out some of the other graphic novels that have been banned because there is a organization that keeps track of anything, any literary thing that has been banned for whatever reason and for where. And so I'm like, okay, well, what's this other, probably not harmful stuff at all that's being banned. So it's just an interesting thing, facet yeah. of our, our of our lives where right. that can happen. Yes. Uh, but yeah, check please. Check it out if that interests you. I guess. Uh, all right. It was fine. There you go. There's a there's a second book too that I'll probably read just because I feel like I've. I'm invested now. <laughs> I finished the first sure. one. I might as well keep going. So, um, these next two things tied together. So, with with the Christmas funds, I finally was like, okay, I got to shore up the cable management here. So, I got some J channels to run, and that's cleaned up stuff. And I didn't have to do as many um, Velcro straps or everything like that. I still got some work to do, but it's in much better yeah. place. At least it's a lot cleaner. Um, but then I bought um, some of these little. There's a little, little clippy mount. Thing. Oh, yeah, and if you'll yeah, notice, yeah. that's what's up here behind me. That's one of my controllers. So they're little, little controller, ball-mounted controller. Yeah, I've seen those things. Just to you know, get some stuff off my desk. So I've, I've got is, one up there that's got my my eight bit dough. Is it? And then I'll eventually put my there? Xbox controller. No, or is it, it just, just resting? So this, okay. it just folds up for storage. But it, yeah, it's, it's essentially just a little. 
like a J oh. and it just sits in there. There's a there's a ton of different ones you can get off Amazon. So yeah, I got I've that for the cable management. And then I, I didn't realize it was an off brand one at first, but um, I did just get a rechargeable battery for off of um, off of Amazon for my Series X controller. So it's a little, yeah. little black black rechargeable that sits in there. It comes with this nice USB C cable. So it actually charges to the USB C port on the controller. Um, and maybe it'll work better in a, on an Xbox compared to PC, but it, it's supposed to. So the cable is blue and when it's charging, it's red. So it's per, supposed to turn blue when it's done charging. I've never had it turn blue. Like I had mine plugged in to the just to like, OK, let's make sure it's let's let's rule this out and get it fully charged. I had yeah. it plugged into I just plugged it into like one of my wall chargers uh-huh. and left it on all day and it was still red. So I, I think maybe it only gets that logic when it's charging on the Xbox, maybe. Well, maybe, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. So I'm like, cool, I can I don't have to use double A's anymore. I got a rechargeable battery. Even if I, you know, even I get 12 hours of battery life or whatever, that's that's fine. because uh, I could always just plug it in. I'm right here on my PC. It's not, yeah. it's not a problem. So I load up load up Halo, jumped into a rank match, plays fine. Go to the next match. Game loads up and my camera is at the bottom of the map. Like it's zoomed oh, out, yeah. but I'm at the bottom. I'm like underneath the map. I'm like, well, this isn't normal. I'm like, okay. Then for those of you who are not familiar with Halo Infinite, when you start a match, it it shows like this quick little snapshot. And it says the, the gamer tag of everyone that's on their team and the Spartan does some canned animation. Yeah. I don't see any of that. And then the camera never goes into my Spartan. I'm just frozen underneath the map. So my weird. player is in the world because I'm getting shot and killed, but I can't move. I can't do anything. I can't. All I can do is hit the escape button and go to the menu, and then I can either quit and leave the game. Unfortunately, I'm in a ranked match, so if I quit, I'm heavily penalized. So what choice did I have, though? I either idle and I get removed for, for being idle. I time out or I quit. Happened three times in a row. Needless to say, I lost a shit ton of ranked progress, deranked. And I was like, holy shit, I'm never like, okay. So I like closed the game out, restart it. It still happened. I'm pretty sure at that point I did just join into a random um, social match and didn't have that issue, but I can't remember. I think I'm almost positive I did. um, Well, actually I I had, I was temp, I was temp banned at that point. So I think I had to wait, but I think I did a, a SWAT match and I'm pretty sure if it was SWAT, then I was playing with mouse and keyboard anyway. So I finally did some searching and I came across it. Apparently it was it's a glitch people have when it's the controllers plugged in to the PC. And so the workaround is if I unplug the controller when the game's about to load up, then I wait for those animations and plug it back in. I don't have any problems. So weirdest hmm. thing, um, really frustrating, but really bizarre. And because, yes, I'm still pretty much only playing Halo <laughs> all, all this time. That is so, so weird, though. But since then, I've had I, I actually I, I played I played two matches before um, this podcast and I, I lost the second match. And then that I, I've been on a, ever since the the bands and the, the I haven't lost a game. So I had like an eight game win streak going until now you're going to get banned. Again I just for lost. Being but sweet. I'm almost diamond three. I finally almost ranked up to diamond three. So dang son. And then what Onyx? I got to get to diamond six first. Oh, six. What a so random there, there's, number. There's six ranks, so I got to rank all the way up through Diamond 6 before I can get to Onyx. So the rate I'm going right now, Diamond Diamond 2 has been a slog. So 
Ugh. I gotta say, Diamond Six sounds like a pretty damn cool code name or something, though. Doesn't it? Yeah. Who cares about Sigma like Six? It. You're Diamond Six. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna package a couple of uh, movies and together it, really quick. And I will say this, just not to do my own horror, but you forget oh, like yeah. when you're playing, like you, you'll be playing this and you feel like shit because like God, I'm getting wrecked. But then like I figure, then you remember like, okay, I am in the upper echelons of ranked in yeah. a free to play game, so you're gonna have like a lot of people and then i got to play in a social setting with people last saturday and then it it, it unfortunately went to a ranked oddball archetype which i'm very much familiar with mm-hmm. and let's just say i got a lot of a lot of kills a lot of kills and i was like okay okay i guess I'm, I'm pretty good at the game that's all i want to say toot my own horn flex yeah, with flex you know you're a sweaty tryhard is what's going on that's right fuck yeah bro i'm like i'm like <laughs> Decada and rocket league sweaty tryhard let's go it's okay, man. When you're good at something, you gotta, you, you know, you gotta produce. You can go at video games. You're good at figuring out that a controller is causing you to get banned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got, I got two more, uh, two more movies in here that I'll just get out of the way. Swallow. And you're the movie watching man. I'm watching them, man. You yeah, gotta hear the man, man, the movie watching man. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. You just made a podcast. Right. You just made a podcast, but then you also just made the intro song. So look at you. Uh, so this is one that I've been looking that I've been meaning to watch for a while. It's called Swallow. Uh, we talked about it on the Decade of Horror podcast. Not really a horror movie, but. Uh, it's kind of a weird one. It's about a woman who develops pica during her pregnancy. She eats random objects or uh, like dirt or something like that uh, because she gets like Ooh. it's a real thing. Uh, she gets like I don't know the textures in the way that the stuff feels in her mouth is like super enjoyable or something, but it, it becomes an obsession. And uh, basically, it's really more about how she has no control in her life. She's married to a guy who is about to inherit, like, become the board of some giant company. And so they're rich and she doesn't have to do anything and she has nothing to do during her day. Um, And so she kind of she gets pregnant with his kid and. At that point, it's kind of a tipping point that she feels like she didn't really want the kid and she just did it to make him happy. And so everything kind of spirals from there. Um, And of course, like the big thing is she's swallowing ever increasing dangerous items uh, that cause her pain and they find out and eventually she has to go to uh, see a psychiatrist and that type of thing. Um, it is another weird movie, honestly, but it was, it was okay. Like I, I tend to like the ones that are about like psychological issues and stuff just because, you know, it's interesting to see at least through a movie lens, what sure. those psychological problems can do. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, it had kind of a weird ending. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's fairly recent but let's just say like once again it's somebody who's like comfortable with making the decisions they've made and like i'm gonna live my life for me you know and that type of thing so 
it was a nice, a nice little story arc there uh, for her. And I will say the main character is annoying, though. I, I don't know if she was meant to be written this way, but she just comes across this kind of airy, I guess, or like sheltered or something. I, I don't know how to explain it, but you'd know it if you watched it. It's she's just very. I don't even want to say people pleasing. I don't know. She's like wallpaper. It's just kind of there. Uh, and then the other movie, I, I'm only mentioning this because uh, I didn't realize this, but apparently this movie has been getting a lot of hate. Uh, I mean, it's cool to hate things, I guess, on the Internet yeah. and just be like, oh, whatever. Uh, but it's called Don't Look Up. It has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Uh, what's her name? Oh, God. Uh, she was in the Hunger Games. Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, poor her. She'll never be anything I'm, I'm just tired. Jennifer Lawrence. I'm tired of, like, seeing this movie every time I open anything, though. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. See the, see, I always see that. I see that one same picture every time where she's pointing and they're all looking. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I didn't. Well, I should have known when it had Leonardo DiCaprio in it that it would be, like, poster child movie or something. But well, climate change. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, no, it's not climate change, though. Comet change, comet coming to Earth. Um, and so when I watched it, I, you know, I didn't know anything. I didn't look up reviews or anything. I just watched it because it sounded interesting. And of course, it gives me gives me horrible anxiety to watch a movie about a comet headed to Earth. And basically, the whole thing is about how. If 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 this were to happen, it's kind of an exaggerated look at how we would deal with it in the sense that we basically would find a way to profit from it or or, you know, not believe it or use it as a means to get uh, reelected or something like that. And it it's well acted and everything. So, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. And then I, I rate it on my my movie watching app and I look at other people's reviews of it. And it's like people are just shitting all over it because i guess they think they're smarter than the message of like we can't save ourselves or or whatever it might be it just I, I i mean i think that coronavirus has showed us that we can't save ourselves <laughs> yeah i mean that that's, is not, a very that's good not point. the message that's a factual statement yeah i mean we can't agree about anything including saving our own lives like it, like about, if humanity has to it, not so much humanity if the united states has to unite across all fronts to like combat something oh god it's not happening so here's here's i was looking up so here's a, a few snippets of the things that i saw while i was uh putting this up on my movie tracking thing uh oscar worthy performance by leo pretending to like women his own age two and a half stars I don't know what that means. Does he like younger women? I don't. I don't know. Maybe older. Who women. Who does it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we're canceled. Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> You're done. Well, it was a good run. I mean, yeah, I, don't, it, I don't know the story. I don't know the story behind that. I'm assuming uh, it must be the under eight, younger eight. Yeah, younger yeah. women, if not, hopefully not underage women. But yeah, yeah, that's the that's the. You never know. Uh, another person said, I showed my anti-vax parents this movie and they fell to their knees thanking Jesus Christ and Adam McKay, the writer, for showing them the error of their ways. They pledged to reduce their carbon emissions by 80% by 2024 and deleted their Facebook accounts on the spot. Oh, my God. That's the best one. 
They agreed that our society is too distracted by celebrities and controlled by big tech. So they decided to listen to the star studded movie on Netflix and join the, the DSA stopped using Amazon and are dedicating the rest of their lives to fighting climate change. Thank you, Adam. You are smart and righteous and a very good man. Two stars out of five, mind you. So biting sarcasm and <laughs> wit there, but, but I'm just, but that's the thing is like, whatever, it's funny. It, it, I just don't, I don't know. Like it's clearly a, it's, it's not a two star movie. Even if you don't agree with the message, it's filmed well enough that it deserves at least an average of like three. So I don't, I don't know if people are just trying to be witty and like, Oh, they, they, took this movie and uh gave it two stars what's the deal behind that you know what i mean but uh i would okay so i guess my point is this if they gave it two stars and then actually gave a reason as to why they thought it was bad then i would be like oh okay i get it but when you're just like talking about leo pretending to like women his own age which i don't know whatever okay and and stuff like that yeah. then i'm just like okay so you don't have a reason uh I have reasons. There's just too many to list here and I'm not going to do it. So yeah, don't look up. I don't know. It's on Netflix. I thought it was fine. It's not great. As we like to say here, and we always like to put the, the caveat that like nothing we watch is the best thing ever. And we're never saying it is, but, uh, it, you know, I don't think it's movie of the year or anything, but I don't think it was two stars either. So just kind of annoying. And that's partially why I don't like really follow film people that much just because yeah. it's usually there's just bullshit like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, those were my two anyway. last movies. Uh, well, another series. Well, here's a series you might consider because my wife actually prompted me to watch it because she heard it was good. Um, Witcher. I saw this on your list and I'm like, what is yeah. it? Which one? It what is it? He can't be playing wow. a game. No. So we started, <laughs> we started watching the series and I, you know, um, I think we're as far as I had gotten previously, which is only like three episodes. And okay. I didn't remember much, much, much of anything. So um, I don't think she's like really that into it yet. Cause she's like, do you like it? And I was like, yeah, it's okay. So um, I'm interested to see mm -hmm. like is season two, like is drastically different in season one yeah um and you know that comes from me that like i don't know uh, all i know about witcher is what i know from people that have talked about playing the games you know i don't know anything about the books i don't really you know i just know i know about geralt of rivia you know i know uh, loosely enough there sure um but i don't know like much more like of the story of the world or what's happening and what's going on so okay um and usually this type of st this fantasy stuff isn't usually my wife's first, you know, not her cup of tea yeah, where she would was, gravitate towards. So that's what I was curious um, about. So we'll see. I think well, I, I'll probably make her, you know, I'll make her finish it and we'll see if we do season two. But pleasantly surprised when she prompted that. And um, we'll I'd have to see where things go now past episode three, because now it would be uncharted territory. So. Is there as much debauchery as is in Game of Thrones or something like that? Because there definitely is in the video games. Um, Dude so, gets laid a lot. <laughs> I mean, in the first episode, yeah, he, he, there's a hook. There's a hookup, but there isn't anything that's really itch 
implied it's not like shown oh okay if that you know and then second episode is it the second or the third i don't think the second episode there isn't any at all but the third episode starts with him being in a uh being with a a lady of the night (laughs) um he's been like locked up in a room with her for uh, several days and then um wow then it then it has the that the episode also has the transformation of Yennefer. So there's lots of boobage in mm. in that episode as well. Nice. Um, so I don't. That's as far as I can tell you up to this point. So now I see uh, why yep. you agreed to watch it, Jason. <laughs> three three episodes <laughs> in, he's had two he's had two hookups. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I was curious about that because. I remembered, I think I've only seen the first episode and it was okay, but I don't know why, but I wasn't feeling, you know, how you start something, you're like, I should like this, but I'm just not feeling it right now. That's what happened. That's kind of been my journey with season two of the boys for whatever reason. I remember season one, I really like dove and devoured, but season two, it's been a much, much more ongoing, slow burn for me. And I don't know why. How many uh, episodes are, or how many yeah episodes are in the first season? Of Witcher, uh, uh, eight, I think. As I say, I feel like it was closer to ten than. Let me, let's see. I'm I'm always guessing. Um, let's see. Witcher TV series synopsis synopsis, eight episodes in both seasons. Okay, okay, that's not too bad, huh? Well, yeah. Uh, if you would have said, "Guess what I'm watching with my wife," I probably never would have picked Witcher. Never so. guessed it was Witcher. No, not at all. I would assumed based oh, on a video game, queer, the newest Queer Eye season. So I mean, it's oh, that's be. the important stuff. <laughs> now you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's the problem. Pretty much. Uh, speaking of scraping the bottom of the barrel, uh, I played Pokemon Snap. Oh God! <laughs> the you new. Did scrape- the new uh pokemon snap dude it's actually okay what is uh, i know you don't play a lot of pokemon games but there's something about pokemon games where they feel like i don't play any pokemon games would be the correct uh oh yeah i guess you were probably too old for like red or blue like at the very beginning weren't you for game boy yeah um there's something about these games, especially lately, where they feel the need to just hold your hand and put a ton of talking in the beginning. And since they're not voice acted, you have to sit there and read it all. And like if I play with my son, I'm having to read this and it just goes on and on forever. Same hey, thing Dad, here. What are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, you got to sound like Morty, though, aren't you? Don't, don't make me do that. No. Oh, Oh, geez, Rick. It kind of turns into like, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> um, but uh. I, it, it's OK. It's it's enjoyable enough, especially if the kids just want to see the Pokemon. But uh, I have noticed like now that we're getting into the the nitty gritty of the game, you're basically just grinding points to unlock the next map. And so. So they like they'll score your pictures, but at the very beginning or at least like in the category, there's one star, two star all the way up to four star. And I don't understand what constitutes a one star from a four star. Uh, 
And so it's kind of hard to tell as you're taking the pictures if you need to take more, especially if you're if you're because you can pick one picture from each category, one, two, three or four star. So you have a portfolio of four pictures for each Pokemon. But I don't understand, like, it never tells you why it's a four-star picture, other than, like, oh, they might be doing something different than just laying around or whatever. Uh, so I found that to be very kind of obtuse as far as the scoring system goes in that sense. But other than that, like, you get graded on how big the Pokemon is in the picture, if it's centered in the frame well, uh, what the background looks like, if there's other Pokemon. And so it's kind of cool just to see, like how good of pictures you can take or, or whatever. Um, sure. Clearly a lot of Pokemon that I don't remember or have ever seen uh, are in the game. But as far as like a kind of chillaxed game goes, it it's fine. It works. I just was kind of surprised at the amount of like unlocking you have to do. I kind of just assumed it would just be like, here's all the places you can go to and then snap some pictures of Pokemon. But there's kind of like a story almost to it. And you have to sort of unlock. And then not only do you unlock locations, but you have to go through them at night as well. Uh, because there's like Ooh. this pokemon effect where they light up or glow in the dark or whatever and so you have to capture that but so really you're looking at the same location multiple different times until you unlock the next ones and so that's kind of gotten old already and Excuse i think me. i've only unlocked one or two other places so other than that i mean it's exactly what you'd spec expect although i will say motion controls like holding the switch in pointing the camera in that sense actually mm. works really really well it's almost better than the the thumbsticks so i thought that was a nice use of uh, i'm using motion controls uh sure but yeah sure. other than that i mean it's exactly what you'd expect so it is 100 percent what the I kids expect. enjoy it though and that's uh, isn't that any, what it's about anything on deck for you uh dude i've got a crap load of reading to do i've got so many uh i just snagged a bunch of crap from the library and i'm like oh i'll get through all of this like on winter break is when i did it and so i still have stuff tmnt i have sitting on on the deck there uh again movies i've just been getting into more movies and uh i'm hoping to wrap up final fantasy 7 i'm in the like twilight hours i know it's around 30 hours and i'm at like 32 right now so I'm just Damn. like, please be done. I have two more chapters. I'm, I'm hoping they're short ones just because I'm oh, yeah. ready to move on. But it's been good. It's just ready for something new. Apparently, 30, yeah. 30 hours is the new. This game is too long for me. <laughs> Benchmark. So uh, other than that, yeah, I don't think anything really. I got to figure out what yeah, I'm doing here. Wise. You know, I kind of like. I kind of feel like I'd like to watch something. I'd like to eventually get into Hawkeye and then um, yeah, you know, yep. finish Witcher. I, I really, part of me almost wants to like, just because I thought about it, it's like, oh, you know, I kind of want to just mindlessly watch like G4 when it comes <laughs> on and like yeah. revisit the, the golden days. Um, almost like in terms of YouTube. media. Yeah. In terms, yeah. Of, in terms of media though, I don't know, probably, you know, I'd like to continue this comic journey, but it's all that trade-off and let's face it i get any free time right now the grind to onyx is real so that's that's yeah. the main focus so reading's that's easy you just gotta poop a lot that's all 
put them on the back of the toilet. And then, then, then they're going to get me one of those timers like the Takeda's family got them. And then I'm in real trouble. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, hey, no, no. Take the if you get actual physical books, you'll be like, honey, I think I'm going to leave my phone here on the counter and just go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then they can't assume that you're doing anything. You just smash the book in there in advance and you're yeah, good to go. Yeah, put it right? in the back of the toilet. I've seen in movies that that's where you put everything. <laughs> you put it in, like, in a plastic Ziploc in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, uh, with that said, that's going to do it for us here in What the Flex Pose Land this week. Uh, thank you to all our patrons, but special thanks to those Arbiters of Awesomeness, Kevin Austin, Josh Brabone, Takeda, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, Zach Bradshaw, Grouchy Serge, Brendan Myers, Josh Brown, and Bob before that, Crusader of the Legion, Edwin Callow. We thank you all, of course, for your support. If you want to help Flex Depose on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash Flex for all the deets. And because it's the end of the show, we got we got to have an OC remix to play us out tonight. I've selected it's a new one, brand new one. Uh, it comes from Sonic Unleashed. It's called the Rainfall Rush by the Good Ice. Arranges the music of one song, Jungle Joyride Night uh, variant, which is from the game Sonic Unleashed, released nineteen excuse me two thousand eight by Sega on the Xbox three sixty. So again, I uh, always we've always beat the drum for Overclocked Remix. Please check it out. I I love just like. It's always something I like to throw on when I'm in a certain mood. I always like to throw on Rainwave and just get random, random remixes in my head when I'm when I'm not like on my hey I gotta get through all my Spotify shit. Yeah, you know, but it definitely is a, a certain vibe where you're like I want to kind of recognize what I'm listening to, but at the same time I don't want any words or or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, that's going to do it. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, share the show with a friend. We appreciate you guys sticking with us all these years. And that's it. We'll be back in two weeks for another episode of What the Flux to Pose. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs>